Courtney. Hey, Sasha. Do you know if ghosts have superstitions? I don't know. Do they? I don't know. I feel like if they did, they would be more like, boo, burstitions. <laughs> I'm not talking to you guys anymore. <laughs> <laughs> A special ghost. So many ghosts in recent memory. Yep. We're on our shit. Yep. Do special you... ghost, would you please introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Mike Vance. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Oh, like first and last name. He fancy. Ooh, that's nice. right. Who are you? I'm friends with you guys. I live out in Chicago <laughs> yeah. now and you guys miss me every day. That's very we true. Do. Every yes. day we're like, you know who I miss? Mike Vance. <laughs> you know who should be on our podcast? Mike, Mike Vance. Vance. Thank you. <laughs> so thank you for inviting me. Thanks yeah. for being on it. So Mike is a friend of ours. We love him dearly. Mm-hmm. At one murder mystery party we did, I killed someone for him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank By you. <laughs> swirling him and then beating him with a baseball bat till mm-hmm. he died. And so. at another one of our murder mystery parties, he was a very fancy club owner. Yes. Him? Oh, yes. <laughs> Showrunner. It was unclear. Kind of both like a mobster who owns a club. He was very fancy. He was, was very fancy. fancy. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just had a cute outfit for it. It was great. Yeah, yeah, it was excellent. Yes, so yeah. we're very excited to have Mike. We're very excited. We have a snack. Yes, I made us banana chocolate chip oatmeal cookies. They're Ooh. very good, very moist. So. so I assume that's in the mail. Yes, yes. thank you. <laughs> it's definitely not along with some stickers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just stickers and cookies. That's always yeah. So Spoop Hour, we it, we're a paranormal comedy podcast. Yes, usually it's me and Courtney. Yes, and we're just so lucky to have so many special ghosts, including Mike Vance. It's Aww. true. So, did anything spooky happen to you guys this week? So, I had a little my- bit of a spooky thing today. Oh, hit me! Hit us. Uh, so, I my microphone wasn't working, and so I was telling you guys earlier, I was very upset That's about true. it. So, I was frantically trying to get the port fixed, and so I went onto my phone, I googled an audio repair place, and when I arrived, it was never there. Oh, oh no. No, no, no. Or it was closed <laughs> because it was a bad neighborhood. It's fine. Okay. And there was an old-timey prospector who was like, there hasn't been an audio repair place here for 75 years. A prospector in Chicago? Yes. In this economy? Yes. <laughs> in this climate? That's fair. Uh, what about you guys? No, not this week. I went hiking with my parents yesterday. And Sasha it was willingly just, went into the woods. I, I love going into the woods. I, I love hiking. But we went, to, we went to Great Falls, and so, well, Riverbend Park, and then hiked all the way to Great Falls from there. And just, like, the stats about, like, people who've died because they're dumb and try to go swimming in the Potomac where the rapids are. Yay! And then they have still some structures from, like, the original, like, colonies when they used, you know, like, made canals and everything. There's still some used structures, usable structures now, but there's also a lot of just, like, remnants. So you just have, like, a chimney just, like, chilling in the woods. That seems fine. <laughs> or, like, an, a dry canal in the woods. That also seems fine. Yeah. That sounds spooky. So, 
you yeah, know, definitely just, not a murder spot. It's yeah, fine. but it was just very crowded because yesterday was like the perfect mm. weather day. Mm. Everyone was out in the park picnicking and yeah. to hiking, and we saw so many dogs. Oh, so it's like the opposite of a spooky weekend. Yeah. How about you? Well, I did go for a walk yesterday. Nice. And then you I went have, to the outdoors. I went to the outdoors. I hate it. I'm just kidding. I, it oh. was lovely. We just walked through the neighborhood though. But then I came back home and had an asthma attack. So oh, that was no. fine. I think it was equal parts. The particulate matter yesterday was a little bit high. And then also I recently used a carpet cleaner on my carpet. Yes, you did. And then I slept overnight in the room with the carpet cleaner. Mm. That was the spooky thing that happened to me. I'm sorry. I totally blocked it out of my head. Oh, no. I heard screaming in the woods. Oh. When you, How did when you, you forget um, about this? Yeah, I, I keep locking that out of my head. You you cleaned your carpet, right? Oh, yes. And, and I had so the windows you open. You had the windows open. And so I was like, oh... It's actually, it smells really nice up here with the, like, the windows open. So I opened my own window to go to sleep. And as I was dozing off, I heard, ah! in the woods. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And then there was nothing else for a really long time. And I was like, did a woman just scream? Yep. And so then I was like, okay, I'm going to fall back asleep. And then it was, ah! <laughs> so wait, it was like a crow or what? <laughs> ah! It was a fox. (laughs) What does the fox say indeed? It screams. And so finally I was like, I'm going to go close my window. But I was so tired that I just left the window open. It eventually stopped. (laughs) I woke up the next morning into the sounds of birds. And I was like, this is nice. And I forgot all about the fox screaming. Well, so yeah. Other than my asthma attack, a legitimately semi-spooky thing happened to me because men are terrible. So... I don't know. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast. I competitively gave speeches for three years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was a very spooky thing. our coaches were colossal D-bags to us. They were truly, truly horrible. That's why most of us quit the same year I did. Oh. But as it turns out, The Atlantic just released an article about the coach at our, like, partner school for one of the tournaments we did. Turns out he's a fuck- fucking sexual assaulty monster who has now been taken down by hashtag me too. Whoa. And then the Atlantic dropped the little nugget of wisdom right at the end that the assistant coach, the two years that were the most miserable for me there, he too has had to step down because of an incident that occurred while he was coaching at my school. So that was a real spooky fucking thing. I mean, I don't know so. if it's supernatural, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, it was this weird thing of like it's thinking just when you're reading, really. right? When you're reading the article and it's like, yeah, such and such coach from our university sexually assaulted someone like during a ten years ago. Ten years ago, and I'm thinking, I'm like, ten years ago was 2009. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. We this, were at that school. This, same coach, used to throw, this same coach used to throw sharpened pencils at my teammate and friend, and he used to try to grab and tickle another teammate. So... I really want to... I feel like email all those things are <laughs> Yes. Well, when we quit, we were very open about, like, these people do not treat us well, and they're really, truly horrible. And guess what happened? Nothing. Anyway, men are trash. What are we talking about today, folks? It's that. Men are trash. <laughs> That's my we're ta- theme. I mean, yes. So we're talking about superstitions. Mike's mm. theme is men are trash. Mm. Good. Superstitious <laughs> men are trash. And I had a bumper so- sticker. <laughs> <laughs> men are trash. So I figured it would be fun mm-hmm. to start us off with, with a game. A game! Yay! I'm so excited. So this is a game based on superstitions, and this game is called Feelin' Lucky Punk. Cool. <laughs> well, are you? Are you? 
So, shout out to Mental Floss. I got all of this information from them. I love Mental Floss. They're so helpful. I had it's to like, like them try and not Lips to be Lips on Mental Floss this week to not ruin mm-hmm. the game for myself. I told yeah, you. it was hard. Yeah, I was like, just try, because like there were literally two lists that were like, 25 weird bad luck traditions from around the world. And then there was also 14 good luck superstitions around the world. And I was like, well, I'm done. <laughs> Bingo, boingo. <laughs> All right. So here's how this game is going to work. I'm going to read 14 statements. And you're going to tell me if you're feeling lucky, mm-hmm. namely that, that it's a good luck superstition, mm-hmm. or if you're a punk and it's a bad luck superstition. <laughs> gotcha. All right. You gotcha. ready? So yeah. wait, are we like answering at the same time? Like how are we? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Actually... It's it's you and me against Courtney, basically. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. she's going to have a leg up, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know all the answers, bitches. All right. <laughs> Hand right. me some grapes because I'm wearing my red undies. Am I feeling lucky? Yes. You got to say I'm feeling it. lucky. I'm feeling lucky. You both feeling lucky? Yes, I am feeling lucky. <laughs> this is tied to Spanish New Year traditions because red underwear is worn because in the Middle Ages, if you wore red on the outside, it was considered devilish. So if you wanted to wear red, it had to be undies. And you eat the grapes Spicy. because one time they're, <laughs> they're Satan's panties, as we learned from this congeniality. Yeah. So the grapes are because one time there was a grape surplus around New Year's. And so they were like, what if we eat 12 grapes, one for each bell toll on the bell toll? And that ensures 12 months of good luck. Oh, nice. I do love grapes. Are the gra- the grapes are unrelated to the panties, correct? I mean, you should wear the panties while eating the grapes. grapes. That's the ideal turnout. Also, the grapes are probably red. I I would sure hope so. Red grapes. On brand. Red grapes, red panties. Okay. Yeah. On brand. My grapes match my undies. You know, that common expression. You know that pickup line? Yeah, yeah. Does the carpet match the grapes? Oh, no. And drink my tea. Oh god! How quickly can I get both of you to walk off this? <laughs> like, and we're done. And yeah. we're out. All right. Next one. Ooh, put a slice of watermelon in my wine. Am I feeling lucky? Oh, that sounds gross. Yes, I think you're feeling lucky though. I'm feeling lucky. That sounds. No, no. I'm a punk. I thought it sounded good for one. I was like, oh, it's like sangria. It sounds kind of refreshing. It's so, so. sweet. <laughs> whatever hater sure in argentina combining wine and watermelon is believed to cause certain death but in actuality if you like me thought it sounded good and i was like oh i'll make a watermelon sangria it'll be so good don't do it because wine and watermelon together can cause a minor stomach ache oh that makes sense yeah Yeah. so don't do it wait so question did you already try this is that what you're saying no no in the description on the mental floss article it was like we tried it, this it, it didn't cause death and then in parentheses it put it can cause stomach ache and i'm like did they quote a reputable source on this so i went to someone's outside blog and they were like i did this thing i didn't die but i did get a really bad stomach ache interesting so, don't okay do it. so Good it is based in some like, science some just don't drink it just, just don't, don't do, it. do yeah. it it sounds like the hey, pop well, rocks mike thing. was right when he was like it that sounds, sounds terrible. Yeah. Mike has a better self-preservation instinct than we do. He probably just has better taste in alcohol than we do. How dare you? We I have great it. taste in alcohol. We're like, ooh, sugar water. Sugar Fair. water. Just All right. hummingbirds. All right, cool. <laughs> I love it. We're hummingbirds. Call me a mixologist because tonight I'm combining beers. Am I feeling lucky? No, punk. you're a punk. Yeah. I am a punk. In the Czech Republic, which is the world's number one country in per capita beer drinking, if you pour beer into a glass that has a different kind of beer in it, it is incredibly bad luck. So mm. don't do it. Yeah. Mm. So either ask for a clean glass or drink all your beer. 
I mean, Just I think that's stick a good with policy. stick with one brand. Yeah. <laughs> I showed that to my Jack. Actually, I was like, "Look at this fun game I made," and I showed him that, and he was like, "Ew! Why would you combine alcohols like that?" <laughs> that's like, what I, I literally was like, beer? "That's going to make the beer gross." <laughs> yeah, he was really mad about it. He was like, "Of course you wouldn't," and I'm like, "Okay, okay." <laughs> Party foul. I just accidentally knocked a full bottle of booze onto the ground. Punk. Am I feeling lucky? Punk. You're a punk. <gasps> You're both wrong. I'm feeling lucky. What? You're a jerk. Pour, pull, pour one whole at one out. If you accidentally knock it over. In Okinawa, allegedly, it is lucky to accidentally knock over a bottle of alcohol. But if you do it on purpose, it's not auspicious. So only if you like... You're in Japan and you like accidentally sweep your arm and you knock the full bottle over. It's like, hey! I'm going to go see my parents later this evening. I'm going to ask my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Demand. Mom. Explanations. <laughs> Explain to me this thing that apparently is in Okinawa. <laughs> According to mental floss. Explain. That's right. Explain. Who do you trust my more, own? your mom or mental floss? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've met your mother, but I mean, mental floss is never steered us I wrong. mean, my mom has seen ghosts in Okinawa, so I don't know what you want. <laughs> is your mom <laughs> peer reviewed? Your mom's gonna be like, My mom is pure review. <laughs> Your mom's gonna be like, No, totally, that's super good luck. Why? Oh man. I'll be like, Okay. <laughs> like, talk with my hands more often. So yeah, I can yeah, like, so knock over an entire bottle over. of alcohol. Yeah. All right. Next one. My own wedding? I'll be there with bells on. No, literally, I'll be the one wearing a bell. Am I feeling lucky? I feel like that's lucky, right? Bells are good. I, I don't know. I'm worried. You're a punk. Oh. Punk? Lucky? Yeah. I'll we'll split it. One of you is correct. I, well yes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling lucky. Yes. Interesting. In yeah. Ireland, some brides wear small bells either directly on their wedding dress, in their jewelry, or on their bouquet mm. to attract good luck by scaring off evil spirits. Guests may also ring bells for the same reason. Oh. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. that line of logic makes sense. I yeah, don't think so I know any bell. bad luck things that have yeah. bells in them. Like, I don't know any that are like... I'm sure there are some. Yeah. I was just worried about, like, I think we, we talked about that whistling thing at night. Oh, like, yeah, that's can true. find you. And so I was like, Maybe someone's going find to find you. us uh. <laughs> on our wedding day. <laughs> All right. Tuesday booze day? More like Tuesday vows day. I'm getting married on a Tuesday. Am I feeling lucky? Punk. It's not a I've weekend, I've never heard man. of this. <laughs> uh, no I'll, one's I'll coming to your Tuesday this wedding. One, this time. <laughs> one of us will be right. Okay, so I'm feeling punk. lucky. I'm a punk. You're a punk. Mike is two for two on splitting the vote. <laughs> Some Latin American cultures believe that Tuesday is the bad luck day, the same way that we have Friday the 13th. Oh, for them, it's Tuesday the 13th that you should mm. watch out for. So depending on how superstitious you are, you shouldn't get married on a Tuesday because then it dooms the, the marriage. Or even if you leave the house on Tuesday, it can invite bad things to happen. So Just don't go don't to work on Tuesday. Just don't leave the house on any Tuesday. The funny thing is every, every Tuesday, you and I looked at each other before we go to work and go, Tuesday, Tuesday again, again, no problem. problem. And like, <laughs> we have like a 50% success rate, if that, on Tuesday again, no problem. Yeah, it's, sometimes it's Tuesday again, some, some problems. problems. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Tuesdays, man. But you know. also, like Mike said, why would you get married on a Tuesday? It's not a weekend. No one's I mean, coming no, to your wedding. I no feel like... I feel like the bad luck sprung out of being like, what the fuck? Why would you get married on a Tuesday? Yeah. You, you busy Saturday? It's like you that episode home? of Cheapest Weddings. Where nobody came. Where nobody came. They probably got married on a Tuesday. Don't do it. All right. Speaking of marriage, I'm newly married and planting a pine tree. Am I feeling lucky? Hmm. Yes. Lucky. I'm feeling lucky. I am feeling lucky okay. and fertile. Oh, no. This is something newlyweds <laughs> in the Netherlands and Switzerland do to bring good fortune and fertility to their marriage. Some people even do it during the ceremony. 
Hmm. Oh, that's kind of cute. cute. Yeah. I like Planting that. Planting a tree. Oh, yeah, so nice. What if so the nice. tree dies? <laughs> <laughs> well, then, bad news. You're not having that's any it. babies. Yeah. Well, well, you just won't tell anyone that the tree died. Yeah. yeah. Just don't check back up on that tree later. Yeah. Just don't do it. I'm throwing dishes at the homes of all my friends. Am I feeling lucky? You're being a punk. <laughs> I think you're lucky. You I think th- it's a lucky thing. But why are you throwing dishes at your friends? Okay. Uh, I, I'm feeling lucky, but I'm also mean. Yes. I agree <laughs> with I Sasha. I am feeling lucky. I'm a punk for other reasons. <laughs> In Denmark, people throw broken dishes at the homes of their friends on New Year's Eve to invite prosperity and good luck into the new year for the their friends. The next morning, I'm going to walk out barefoot to get the newspaper. <laughs> I'm going to slice my feet like, open. Fuck, and they'll be Fuck. like, I did it for you. Yeah, bleeding Apparently. lucky blood. So you'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah. Red is lucky. Yeah, there you so go. Like, you just take out your undies, you mop that sucker up, and then pop some grapes. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, Mike is unsubscribe. <laughs> so apparently, the tradition has evolved over the years. So now, modern people who are maybe a little squeamish about throwing dishes at their friends' houses, they'll just collect broken dishes throughout the year and then leave them like a neat little stack on the oh. doorstep to be like, look, I broke these dishes for you. You still get the good luck, but I didn't throw shit at your okay. house. Okay. That's less One, wasteful, I guess. I've, yeah. Like, okay. I have some questions <laughs> that you probably won't be able to answer, but I just need to put them out into the world. Hit me. First question. Yes. I've broken like zero dishes in the last like 10 years. Braggy Sasha over here. <laughs> you realize that know. by saying that you're going to go upstairs well, and break no, like, four. The, like let's say I, I was at my mom's house the other day and I bought her mug, glass mug cup for Christmas from David's Tea but it was shaped kind of top heavy and so it just fell out of the cabinet and it shattered. Mm-hmm. And she felt really bad because it was a present that I got her but she was like that's the first glass that I've broken in a really long time because that's not something that like normally occurs. Like we're mm-hmm. not going to drop a plate and be like, whoopsie. Mm-hmm. And then, so then, okay, you, you save the broken pieces. If you did, if you, you know, did break something, when you get the pile of broken dishes from your friends, what do you do with it? I think you just throw it away. I think Pottery. you throw it away for your friends. Yeah. That, or so fire up the kiln. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for, Breaking these for me. You so make I a mosaic. This year. Something cute. But I don't also, know. I'm going. Well, yeah, to... I better be a cute mosaic. Yeah, I, I don't think they keep it. I think it's more the gesture. Okay. It's like so, a cat so it's bringing not, it a dead like, animal. Take away. You're like, I brought this for you. Yes, I did it for you. You're welcome. <laughs> so, so it doesn't negate the good luck if you just throw it away. I don't think so. Okay. No. If you're from Denmark or you're listening in Denmark and you've done this, explain what happens to the dishes after. But also. How often do you guys break dishes? Well, to be fair, I've hulked out on a fair number of dishes. I broke a glass like six weeks ago. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I break okay. a dish just, like annually. I don't know what you're... Yeah, like I'm very <laughs> powerful and I have very large... Look at these hands. I'm very weak <laughs> and I'm very cautious, like overly cautious. <laughs> like I tiptoe to the dishwasher and then like gently with two hands place the dish to the dishwasher and hope for very the Very responsible. Well done to you. Yeah. Let's see here. It, yeah, it says just the more smash plates. I'm looking it up. The more smash plates you get. The better. The more, the, the, yeah, the better luck you're going to have. Wow. But okay. it doesn't say what you then do with the smash plates. I'm very curious. So Okay. Anyway. Thank right you. in. Sorry, we dwelled too long on this question. <laughs> We're answering questions that you have probably. Mm-hmm. OMG, tell your baby that I think it's super cute. Am I feeling lucky? Uh, I'm punk. I'm scared. Punk. Punk! Ugh. If you compliment a baby in Serbia, it is believed to bring that baby bad luck. Instead, you should tell the baby that it's an uggo. Nice. 
Well, it's, so it sounds like the you, thing with like, don't like make the gods jealous or whatever, because then they'll be like, probably. That, no, you no, think that's a cute I baby? Mean, Boom. It, I think it. I think it's like, oh, you're you're showering this baby with too much praise. That's that that's throwing the universe out of balance. Bad shit's gonna happen. So, but I have a new baby friend, and I was holding her and just cooing about how like good she smelled and how perfect she was, mm-hmm. and she was so cute, and she and she was her, never seen again. <laughs> uh, now you gotta go up to her and be like, look here, you ugly fucking I need to baby. take you down several packs. <laughs> okay, the next yeah. time I see Catherine, I will I will berate her. Yeah, be like, listen here, you fucking uggo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got Damn. a lot of shit to say to you and your ugly face. Preparing that kid for real life, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. If you build her up too much, you'll create a monster. That's right. I will say, we did point out to her that she came out looking more like her dad because her hair hadn't grown in yet. Oh. And so, and her dad has a receding hairline. So we we're like, wow, you're definitely his daughter. <laughs> There's an evolutionary reason for that. Babies, yeah. when they're born, they tend to look more like their dad at first. And it's to keep the dad from killing the baby because moms have all the hormones and the pheromones and all of mm. that saying like, protect this thing. Dads don't get that. Right. So and men are trash. Baby has to so. come. Yeah. And men are trash. <laughs> so if it comes out looking like somebody else, they'll be like, this is a predator's baby. I'm going to kill it. This baby's a threat somehow. Amazing. So instead, if the baby comes out looking like dad, the dad's like, oh, this looks like me. We're good. We good, baby. Okay. I'll Toxic call her and I'll go next time I see her. <laughs> Ruins every <laughs> fucking party. As my shirt says. Bye. All right. <clears throat> shake, shake, shake my leg. Am I feeling lucky? Feeling like a punk. I'm going to go lucky. Sasha's correct. Ah. I'm a punk. Shaking your legs in South Korea is believed to make your good luck and wealth fall out. And I think part of that is practical, because like if you have a pocket and you've got coins in your pocket, you oh, shake your leg, those coins are going to fall out. So yeah. there goes your wealth. I do like superstitions that are based on like just like good advice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, me too. Yeah, that makes sense. Speaking of, my keys are on the table and I'm ready to go. Am I feeling lucky? feel like a punk. Punk? I'm going to go punk as well. Yeah, I feel like that on the table is bad. I'm a punk. Okay. This Swedish tradition refers to historical sex work practices in which sex workers would put their keys on the table to be like, hey, boys, I'm open for business. So the superstition that it's bad luck sprung out of an interest of preventing misunderstandings. Because if you leave your keys on the table, people are going to be like, hey, how much? And it's like, fuck you. I'm just getting a coffee. Yeah. You ass. So they made it bad luck. And now you put your keys away. Cool. Superstitions based on good advice. Superstitions <laughs> based on good advice. And also about <laughs> hating women. So here we go. And also about <laughs> hating women. Everyone Men are trash. A Men, <laughs> Men are truly trash. Good morning, new month. Rabbit, rabbit. Am I feeling lucky? Good morning. Wait, say that one more again. New month, rabbit, rabbit. Good morning, new month, rabbit, rabbit. Am I feeling lucky? Oh, yeah. For sure you're lucky. First of the month? First of the month. Tomorrow's first of the month. Yes. So will you... Yeah, s- yes. I'm feeling oh, lucky. Yeah. Fertility and stuff? Super- oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> rabbit. This British superstition has been around since at least the early 20th century and was popularized by FDR, who reportedly said rabbit, rabbit to each new month. And fun fact, I actually learned that from Nickelodeon in like 1993 because they used to do those little like fun facts. And one of them was like, you say rabbit, rabbit. So I have intermittently been saying rabbit, rabbit on the first day of every month for like the past 27 years, probably. So for us today, tomorrow, (laughs) I mean, seems like Mm. 50-50. I I forget a lot. But if you you have forgotten to say it, at the end of the day, (coughs) you just say... 
Tibar, Tibar. It's whatever rabbit is backwards. You say it backwards <laughs> twice at the end of the day if you forget to say it in the morning. That's funny. Right? Okay, so tomorrow you and I and the three of us will say rabbit, yes. rabbit. And listeners, on Tuesday, sorry, you're going to have to wait till May 1st. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you Great. already knew this, in which case, good job, guys. Good job. You did it yesterday. <laughs> That's our April uh, Fool's joke anyway. on you, is that we give it to information late. <laughs> <laughs> April Fool's, you can't have good luck till May. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Speaking of good luck, my clothes are inside out. Am I feeling lucky? That feels like a good luck thing. Because, like, otherwise, yeah, why would say... you do it? Yeah, I'm going to say yes, just because I always turn my clothes inside out when I want a snow day. Wait. That makes you a punk. Follow-up oh, question. Punk, so sorry. A follow-up <laughs> question. What happened question. with you? No, I don't know. It was like, what happened with you? <laughs> it's like a snow day superstition where it's like, turn your clothes inside out and flush mm-hmm. ice cubes down the toilet. And, and some people snow. some people do it inside out and backwards. You put your pajamas inside out and backwards and then you flush ice cubes down the toilet and then it'll snow. Where did you get this from? This Gro- is growing my- up in Northern Virginia. Yeah, like this. I, I- this is a thing. This is a thing. I have heard that. Have we you? went to school together. We did. That's yes. crazy. I've never heard any super day, uh, oh. snow day well, superstitions. Like, aren't you from like Richmond or some shit? <laughs> yes, I am from Richmond or some shit. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> who don't have fun snow day no. rituals. That's fair. We don't even have snow yeah. days, so it's like irrelevant. See, yeah, that's I was why. Gonna say, yeah. <laughs> it's because you don't turn your PJs inside we, out. We have like 50-50 snow days up here, nice. and so you have to do everything you can to <laughs> get it to happen. But we're punks. Yeah. In oh. Russia, we are. So here's the bad news. If you accidentally have your clothes inside out in Russia, it is believed to invite a beating. Oh. By so, whom? I don't know, just anybody who witnesses like, you. Like, you know how I'm saying like Patrick's finger pinch if you're not wearing green. Or be like, mean that girls. outfit is yesterday. Like... <laughs> Well, here's the thing. If you notice that your clothing is inside out before someone else beats you for it, you have to fix your clothes and then have a friend pretend to hit you to ward off the bad luck. So it's like, oh, Sasha, quick, your sweater's inside out. And then you fix your sweater, and then I go, er, pretend to hit you, bam, 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 and then nobody beats you. Interesting. Whereas if Mike walk up to you and he's in Russia, he's going to be like, your sweater's inside out, kabam, and actually legitimately hit yep. you. And again, with like abuse to women. All right, cool. <laughs> again. <laughs> and finally, is that a surrogate penis amulet in your pants, or are you just happy to see me? Oh, that's got to be good luck for sure. Good luck. I'm feeling lucky. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> gonna get lucky. Palad kick in Thailand oh, no. are carved from bone or wood, and as I put in my notes, yeah, they are. Boners. <laughs> bone or wood. <laughs> bone or wood. <laughs> they're supposed to bring good luck with women, or good luck during gambling, or they're just to lessen the severity of potential injuries to your junk. Listen, so. I don't know about with women, but with gambling, you know, if you think you want to, like, scare off the, you know, the opposition, you know, the other people who are playing, you just whip out your wooden dick and you slam it on the table. Oh. Here's the thing. The wooden dick is traditionally two inches long. Oh. You slap it on the table. And it goes, and it's so cute. And they't like, oh, look at that little baby dick. And then they accidentally put their cards down and then you see everything. Hey, you guys, I'm all in. <laughs> Dink. Really? That's it? That's all you have? And then they oh. flashed you their cards. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was the game Feeling Lucky Plus. Yay! Yay! So I realized I did this out of order. Usually we warm up a ghost by reading them their tarot, but I was so excited to play Feeling Lucky Punk. Thank you. Sasha, do you want to tell Mike his future? Yes. yes. What's my future? <laughs> okay, so we, I'm doing a three card spread, and he drew a six of wands. Six of Pentacles and Eight of Pentacles. Courtney from the Cult of Domesticity podcast recently also drew the Six of Pentacles. Yeah. What the so hell is a Pentacles, po- by the way? I 
Can't tell It's a you. fancy name for penis. Yeah. I got no, two. <laughs> <laughs> you have six. And eight. Um, I like... I always like to call Pentacles Pentacles. I'm still reading Pentacles. Pentacles, Pentacles. Mm-hmm. Okay, so by drawing the six of wands, it's an ex- the six Enough of wands itself. <laughs> they're all they're dicks. All dicks. They're all dicks. <laughs> represents an experience of triumph, recognition by others, and public acclaim. Much like your dick. So what? its positioning in your spread is the past. Okay? Oh. So it augurs the public acclaim or acknowledgement of some kind amongst your friends, your family, your work. It could be a promotion, a qualification, or some kind of recognition of the work that you were doing. Very cool. In the present, you drew a Six of Pentacles, which is a very harmonious card, which reflects the renewal of like your like energy or the renewal of your like your life kind of like I'm gonna go do this thing right like your, your urge that. to I'm on spring yeah. break and I just started therapy we're all good I'm a harmonious yeah. spot yeah. right now <laughs> yeah so there's this is a situation where there's something for you to share it could be like your time it could be your money it could be just your friendship something like that that you're you're sharing yourself with others and you will be called upon to offer generosity or be the recipient of other people's generosity. And basically that belief in your own self and your own life and your capacities is regained Aww. during the present. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then the eight of pentacles, you are presenting, or this is the future. Mm-hmm. And so you will basically once again be working on your skills you are kind of being becoming like an apprentice to yourself again um you might have a new venture mm-hmm. that's opened up to you but you're going to be in the future just this playing this role of like a hard-working person who's trying to acquire a new skill or hone a new talent and that you find like okay this is going to be worth developing and putting in the effort for. and then you might experience some great enthusiasm and interest in some new field of work which is going to require you to kind of double down on that learning part, but it'll be worth it in the end. Yay! I'm in grad Yay. school. That's great news because, like, that's yeah, and I was yeah. gonna say, basically this is like all my one stuff. Of the- yeah, this the, is like the best reading anybody's ever really? gotten. This is like the end where it says it's usually at a time of life when you feel like maybe you should be firmly established, but it's a good opportunity for you to be like, no, I'm going to make myself into something even better. Aww. So you yeah. had success in your past. With yeah. your wands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right now, you're having this moment of like growth and sharing yourself with mm-hmm. people. And basically and re- regaining belief in yourself. Oh. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then in the future, you're going to be like, now that I believe in myself, I'm going to go even further and kick even more ass. Yay. Man, save some for the rest right? of us. I win Next at time. tarot. Yeah, this is a good reading. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited. That was really Thank you. That was really nice. I'm really ha- happy for Mike. Thank you. Yeah. Also, Maybe I'll last that quarter, I got two A's and a B, so that must have been my acclaim. What? <laughs> what? What? Average what? What's that? A three seven? Oh, can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Clearly not in math. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. All right. And you have an exposed brick wall in your house. I do. Yeah, you're doing crushing it. Glamour. <laughs> the acclaim is us off the air being like, what? And you have a fireplace? <laughs> yeah. You fancy. Yeah, we were oh, yeah. showering him with praise earlier. <laughs> so that's your praise. Thank that's you. his praise. <laughs> All right, are we ready to get into some superstitions? Let's yes. Let's do it. Shall we start with our ghost? Sure. I have a real quick oh, yeah. definition of oh, superstitions yes. because Mike asked me this question like, like 14 times. It's, okay, this supernatural stuff requires operational definitions, otherwise it's all blurry together. 
So like <laughs> you can tell who is the businessy person here. <laughs> no, but I, I I like that. I appreciate the person like the yeah. outsider's perspective of like Ooh, no I need joke. some definitions. For the past, like, three weeks, Mike has messaged me being like, but, like, what are we defining a superstition Yeah, like, as? what counts? <laughs> and then he's like, is this a superstition or is that a superstition? And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, because, like, a lot of it could just <laughs> so, be, like, cultural stuff where they're like, don't eat pepper or whatever because we all think it's gross in this country. It was like, that's not a superstition. That's just, like, a thing that is. <laughs> well, according to Wikipedia, the People's Dictionary superstitions are any belief or practice that is considered either irrational, which is arising from ignorance or misunderstanding of science, or supernatural, coming from a belief in fate or magic and fear of the unknown. Yes. So that's a superstition. So I can work with that. That makes sense to me. Cool. Because it means that, like, <laughs> it's got to be something where, like, a uh, an extra normal effect would, would happen not just yes so either it's yeah. like oh well science says if you eat wine and watermelon together you're gonna die right that's a misunderstanding of science you're just gonna get a stomach ache and then it becomes a superstition or it's like fear of magic in the unknown like well i have to put a bell on my wedding dress because otherwise the evil spirits are gonna find me yeah that is so like the pop rocks thing would then be a superstition yeah gotcha okay that's interesting yeah. Where you have pop rocks and you drink Coke, and then uh, your stomach explodes. Yeah. yeah, that's a superstition. That's a superstition. Yeah, okay. And an urban legend. Interesting. Cool. Very cool. All right. So. All right, Mike. Now that you know what a superstition is, tell us about some. <laughs> oh, is it too late to cram? Okay. Um, <laughs> so. No, you're succeeding in yourself. You have to believe in yourself that's again. That's right. I believe in myself. So first of all, I want to show you guys this book. It's amazing. Yes. So I have a big book this of superstitions. This is got on the podcast. Yeah, I, he has a whole book of superstitions. I have had this book for... 10 years at least, I got it like a used bookstore, and it's my favorite, not even because the explanations are that good, but it has like a bunch of superstitions you didn't realize existed. So it's got all sorts of fun, let me just flip open real quick, so like, the superstition of like, blankets in place of sickness, and let's mm. see. Fan bath? <laughs> that to meet a left-handed May on any day other than Tuesday brings serious luck. You know how we all know that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so like, it's got I all these... I never like meeting left-handed men, but if I'm going to, it has to be on a Tuesday. <laughs> so I started flipping through here. Are you left-handed, Mike? I am right-handed. No, right? Thank goodness, Good. because what we discovered is that everybody hates lefties. <laughs> so I yeah. started looking through, and I, my favorite superstitions are like, the normal ones that we do all the time and don't really clock as superstitions. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you must have gotten out of bed on the wrong side today. But, like, that's it's a superstition to have a right side of the bed. Right. And what I discovered... And now that's, like, just really idiomatic, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like somebody got up on the, the wrong right side, side of the bed. Well, it's just, yeah. you just start to, like, do stuff, like, that just mm -hmm. is superstitious in nature and it just becomes a part of your life you don't even think about it. Yeah, I've been saying rabbit rabbit for over 20 years and I don't even really think it's yeah. going to bring me good luck. It's just sometimes on the first of the month I remember and I'm like, I'm supposed to say rabbit rabbit. And then I do. See, I think that's like adorable. Like, I think it's a really fun little like cultural I'm just thing. just so cute. Yeah. So I started looking into them and then I discovered this pattern that we just like hate left-handed people. So yes. I will give you some of my f my favorite left-handed ones. I have like, it was a list of 13, which is great. Hey, that's Let's awesome. See. Many people believe that it is bad luck to pass a drink to someone with your left hand. Let's see. Staying on the topic of drinking, giving a toast with your left hand is the same as placing a curse on the person you're toasting. <laughs> that is I'm gonna remember information that. that I'm going to put in my uh -huh. back pocket. Yeah, I'm going to file that one away next time I'm somewhere I don't want to be. And I'm going to be like, let me toast yeah. you, asshole. It does, it's like a slight <laughs> shade, which is kind of fun. I was like, oh, yeah. that. Love it. Let's see. 
Which foot you do you place first on uh, when getting out of bed? And many people believe that getting out of bed with their left foot first will result in having a bad day. So that's the that's the bad side if you want to get out on a particular way. I don't know what foot I get out of bed on. I, I, I there's only one way for me to get out of bed and it's my right foot. Same. I just kind of like slide well out, done. and typically my feet hit the ground at about the same point because I I genuinely mm. just like roll my body out of mm-hmm. bed, and then I just like. Down with mm-hmm. both my feet. I want you to think about this tomorrow. I'm going to. Tomorrow I'm going to wake mm-hmm. up, I'm going to see what foot touches the ground first, and then I'm going to say rabbit, rabbit. <laughs> and then text us. And then text both of you and report we back on how my day goes. <laughs> yeah, we need data. But yeah, there was one thing we are saying. I do put like, my left shoe on first. What's that? Is that, I put my left shoe on first. Is that bad? Yeah, that's bad. Pretty much anything left oh, is fuck. a bad idea. Just like, just. My left eye is also my stronger eye. Same here. Shit, we're I fucked. Know. We're going to go blind. I'm right-handed probably. and left-eye-dominant. It's real rough. Yeah, me too. We can't shoot guns. Good thing I was liberal I'm, anyway. I'm, fun fact, I'm actually pretty good at shooting Are guns really? and at bow and arrows. Oh, hey. Yeah. That's a fun fact about my life. Well done. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this will not be used perilously in the future. <laughs> Just don't ever toast me with your fucking left hands, you punks. Hmm. But no, at one point they were saying that there's certain areas where fishermen don't get outside of the left side of boats for the same sort of like reason which i thought was interesting they'll like they'll go the long way around to not get out of the left side so what do they do if they've docked and their like pier is on the left side i guess i don't know (laughs) they're like i guess we stay on the boat yeah we live here now i don't know (laughs) it's like at the gas station you pull forward and then you go back (laughs) (laughs) make a tight turn (laughs) they back in so that it's technically the right side of the boat they get out on (laughs) Uh, so let's see. If you have an itch in your left palm, it means you need to pay money out. Whereas if you have an itch in your right, it means you're going to be receiving cash. Hmm. And final one that's pretty palm. good. Also, aren't itchy palms? Isn't that a masturbation thing too? I think it's hairy palms, but I guess that would be itchy. Oh. I don't know. It gets unclear. If you jerk off with your oh. left hand, you're going to get money. <laughs> your dick's going to fall off. <laughs> yeah. Just don't do it. <laughs> and then you'll lose money because you have to get your dick back on. And then uh, people believe that evil spirits sulk behind your left shoulder. So if you throw salt over your left shoulder, you're going to hit the devil. Well, you're supposed to do that, So though. the left is where the devil Aren't is. Aren't you? Then. Okay, <laughs> so, that's so you, no gotta, you, gotta, you have to aim for right. it. Right. I know that, especially in Japan, funeral tradition dictates that you throw salt over your shoulder after a funeral. Nice. Mm. I, but I couldn't remember if it was left or left right. Left or right? When in doubt, man, the left is the bad left. side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the thing I thought was interesting is why do we hate lefties so much? And spoiler, it's just we hate women. Yay! <laughs> so apparently the Greeks, this is my favorite part of the whole podcast, the Greeks believed <laughs> that uh, men come from their father's right testicles and women come from their father's left testicles, or testicle, singular, I suppose. Apparently, sometimes people would tie a string around one of their testicles if they wanted to, like, favor a gender of the child. So that's a thing. Oh, my God. Um, I... Don't. Isn't that the plot of that last Fifty Shades of Grey movie? Oh, that no. would have been way kinkier than anything that happened in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Tying thread. Tying. How do you... Okay. Like, I'm no expert, <laughs> but how do you tie just one ball? I mean, it wouldn't be comfortable. Like, do you have to, like, go up and then over? Because they're connected. They are. I mean, they're all... They're not connected to each other directly. Well, no, they're but connected like, there's, there's upwardly. Them. Yeah, but you just probably have to just push up and yeah. isolate. Oh my god, that's then, so much work. Y'all have just boyfriends you can practice at get... home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to put anyone through that. That sounds terrible. <laughs> it doesn't sound ideal, but you know. It doesn't, it doesn't sound, ideal. sound fun. 
<laughs> if you really want to game the well, system, then like I mean, just take your chances. Here's like, my my play thread. You can no troubling. That's just, been in the cat's mouth. That has been in the cat's mouth. Oh, that's why it's Jack a bad idea. The cat. That's why. Yeah. Okay. The cat. Yep. Just that's the cat. Why that's why it's a bad idea. I feel like this is one of those things. Like we were just on Creepy Critters, another podcast. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is one of those things that sprung out of a weird sex thing that accidentally got witnessed, and then to cover their tracks, they were like, "No, it's because we don't want to have a girl, that's so right. we're, we're tying the girl <laughs> testicle." I'm not kinky. So I just the women. boy testicles are <laughs> so much more yeah. regular it's fine <laughs> it's totally chill and everybody goes okay i got mm-hmm. you we're not kinky we just hate women oh, <laughs> episode title <laughs> oh my so, god i'm just kidding it's not gonna be upset so all right so a lot of these became really hard to fact check so i've just all of this is from uh a very trustworthy looking website called all that's interesting.com slash left-handedness evil <laughs> which is a great <laughs> url <laughs> So Christians apparently, and I, I had a hard time like getting to the bottom of this, so maybe it's not true. Uh, but Eve apparently came from Adam's left rib. Okay. Hard oh. to like fact check that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and then there's like, a lot of like right hand good, left hand bad in the Bible. So for yeah. example, he shall but- separate all nations one from another, as the shepherd divides his sheep from the goats, and he shall set all the sheep on his right hand and all the goats on his left hand. Right? Sheep good, right. Left, uh, you know, God, uh, Jesus was sitting on the right hand of God the Father, not the left hand, because left mm-hmm. hand is bad. Yeah, I, I there's some left hand superstition in Japan too. Because oh, yeah. my mom was, my mom is ambidextrous mm-hmm. at this point. It's a but real she mixed was, bag. She, <laughs> she she wrote with her left hand first, and her parents oh. trained her oh, yeah. to write with her right hand. But she still, she now can use chopsticks with both hands. She cooks. Nice. She's like left hand dominant when we're cooking and stuff mm. like that. And so she's trained herself to write with her right. Yeah. But it's again out of that hate yeah. of left handedness. Yeah. And I just confirmed by Googling something that I thought I remembered. Sinister originally meant left. Did it really? Like being left handed. Yeah, sinister. Oh, that's so great. That's loaded. <laughs> yeah. I, I read that like 60% sinister, of lefties like, learn right handedness because they like don't want to be shunned from society. Yeah. Well, they used to like genuinely. Like like Sasha's mom, they genuinely used to not let kids do that in the mm-hmm. same way they d- didn't originally let deaf kids sign to each other. They'd make them sit on their hands. They used to be like, no, you're going to write with your right hand or we're not going to take this essay. You're going to get a zero. Yep. It's fucked. Yeah. I just realized Ned Flanders. And his the, leftorium. The godliest one of all on The Simpsons has a left-handed Oh, storm. my God. He's left-handed. Yeah. He's, he's overcompensating so that no <laughs> one knows it. he's the devil. He's a closet lefty, True. I guess. I don't know. That sinister bastard. Oh my God. That's awesome. <laughs> but no, it's good. so like Jews apparently have this concept of having two impulses. There is I'm going to mispronounce this terribly. Uh, Yetzer Tov, yes. which is an inclination to good, which appears on the right, and Yetzer Ra, which is an inclination for wickedness, which appears on the you guessed it to the left. left. Don't do any of that. I'm sure you guys know about like the Muslims uh, have a, a concept of like right hand is used for all honorable purposes, and left hand is used for like things that are unclean your butt yeah mm-hmm. yeah don't eat with your left hand yeah because yeah. you've been yeah that's been up your i butt. mean that becomes mm-hmm. pragmatic but like i mean it could have been your right hand i suppose but no because left hand is associated with the bad speaking as someone who has to like shower on a regular basis most of my cleaning i do with my right hand just because i'm right hand dominant mm. you know yeah so, yep, yeah like i'm not going to use my left hand for that so Who's the honorable hand now? I mean, and hopefully you washed all of your hands, so... Don't worry about it. <laughs> I've I've devised a plan to only wash one of my hands. Oh, no. Ever? Yep. 
Just ever. one. Just I don't know one. how I do it. I put the soap in there and then I wet it and I like go like this. this. No, because no. that's washing both uh, hands. Actually, I gotta, I gotta do like, like some sort of. How weird... do you get the back of this hand? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> she no, has I'm friends. Just I have a super germ thing. <laughs> Fix it. Uh, uh, I'm a very thorough hand washer. Yeah, I love. I love washing my hands. Going in a weird direction. <laughs> anyway, back on. Back topic. on topic. Anyway, so it was... is this? Would you say this is going to the left? Oh no. So, <laughs> surprise, surprise, we killed a bunch of lefties in the Spanish Inquisition and called a bunch of them witches and burned them, obviously. Good. Uh, Jesus Christ. So, cool. here's what I thought was really fun, is that in the 20th century, we used science to hate lefties. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't stop. It's great. So, 20th century, Cesar Laboroso decided that the uh, those who favor the right hemisphere and wrote, thus wrote with your left hand, were primitive and abnormal. Also, he decided that a lot of black people were left-handed, so that's cool. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> I uh, love racism. If you were wondering purposes. if that's where you're going, it definitely is. <laughs> I, was, I was surprised that there had been, it was all just left-handedness and not quite racist nope. yet. But we got it there. We got time. there. <laughs> it takes time to be racist, um, apparently. <laughs> so here's a fun quote. Uh, in criminals and lunatics, the right lobe predominates very much more often than the normal persons where healthy man thinks and feels with his left lobe. The abnormal thinks, wills, and feels more with the right. So, Well, have they tied tying that with a string? Yeah, just, just so cut it off. So the good brain works? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got to be about as difficult as doing it to your balls. Yikes. Both sound very uncomfortable. <laughs> Oh, okay. So in 1911, we then decided to, to bring some other people into the bank with a Wilhelm Steckel. says, the right-hand path always signifies the way to righteousness, the left-hand path towards the path of crime. Thus, the left may signify homosexuality, incest, and perversion, and the right signifies marriage, relationship with a prostitute, etc. Wait a second. I just realized <laughs> Wait, that that second thing was in the good category, which I was surprised let's, to find. Let's rewind a little bit. <laughs> Sex work is okay. Being gay is yeah, yeah. Bad. Yes. Well, also interesting that marriage is associated with the right hand because traditionally you wear your wedding ring, ring on, on your left, left hand. hand. That is curious. Riddle me this, patriarchy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I have no, I have no, that is a good point. Maybe it's like a ward off bad leftness. Bad leftness. <laughs> bad leftness. I don't know. Bad le- Are you looking it up now? Why do we wear our le- wedding rings on the I am left? now. The first, the first suggested Google search is why wedding ring on right hand. It shouldn't be. Boom. <laughs> Left hand. That's like not a good test. Uh, okay. Romans believed that the vein in the ring finger, the fourth finger on the left hand, ran directly to one's heart. Uh, so it's the vein of love. Hearts are on our left side. But Romans also perpetuated the idea that you were cleaning yourself with your left hand. So they were like, you're rubbing shit on a super highway to your heart. It's probably like your heart, so you're emotional, like a woman. Like gross. It's, prob- it's probably like, like a woman. That's like, true. That's why you gotta you gotta show that woman who's boss by chaining her heart. Yeah, that's right. Yikes. We tame it by putting a ring on that. Uh, my favorite is like how long this thing goes. So like in the seventies, <laughs> theater blue. Oh my uh, god! Left-handedness, sinister children are academically and behaviorally challenged and disposed to diseases, including schizophrenia. Cool. That seems In the fine. 80s and 90s, Stanley Corin uh, would note that left-handed people lived shorter, poorer lives, and that being left-handed was a result of a neurological insult or physical malfunctioning. So in summary, we yeah. hate lefties. Neurological <laughs> insult. And so, like, yeah. I'm trying to figure out what that means. It, 
Your brain's just like, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, basically. Like, it's like, you did it wrong, oh, and right. so that's why you're doing it with the wrong hands. All right. So, <laughs> so sad. Anyways, essentially, we haven't stopped thinking lefties are bad. We just included more people in the who that is against category. Who exactly is a lefty? Gotcha. Well, that was fun. I just, that I just occurred to me that that's like leftists as well. I was like, oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Oop. Anyways, that's how we ended up on like the like right wing website. They were like, ah, they called it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I've got some superstitions on colors. Yay. Yay. Yeah. And some of this stuff is we, we've talked a little bit about before when we were like, what color should you wear on New Year's? Mm. Yeah. So um, specifically with your underwear. Specifically with your underwear. Do you remember what color underwear you wore on New Year's? I'm pretty sure it was leopard print. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Does that count? I I, I, I love it. I don't know that there is a superstition associated with leopard print undies, but you got a really good tarot Thank reading, you. so clearly That's it's right. working. Really it's working. I, it's Something's about balance for you. and <laughs> and also yeah, leopards. Yeah. Also leopards. <laughs> All right, so when we think about the meanings of colors, so not necessarily superstitions yet, but the meanings, we've got a variety for various colors, right? So like red, we have like life and health and vigor, but also like anger, yeah. but also love, right? A lot of stuff going on with red. And so, you know, when, when you fight, blood is spilled. When people become angry, their face becomes flushed with color. But when they're happy and healthy, they have rosy cheeks, oh. right? Hmm. If they're sick or dying, they might have, you know, a deathly pallor, oh. right? Lacking that red. Mm. But a lot of this is all connected to passion, okay. right? So in traditional cultures, red usually, traditionally throughout cultures, um, red usually signifies like luck and health, right? Health mm. giving, disease pre- preventing. In Rome, children would wear red coral as talismans to protect themselves from diseases. Hmm. In China, for similar reasons, children always wore a piece of red clothing, Hmm. right? Red also makes you hungry. Red also makes you hungry. That's why McDonald's are all red and stuff. Red. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so there's also red being symbolic for happiness. And so also thinking about within Chinese culture, Lunar New Year. Mm everything's red, right? You get the lucky red envelopes, you know, throughout all, you know, the Asian cultures who se- countries who cel- that celebrate Lunar New Year, it's do- red is the dominant color and it's you know, good luck, right, for those New Year celebrations. For other colors like white, right? There's this idea of purity, right? And like this plainness it's not and so problematic. it's not problematic white is at problematic all, is like it, the name of the podcast all right <laughs> right <laughs> but a lot of times like in religious ceremonies white will be worn because it's not blemished it has no you know color mm. those burial clothes when you went mm. to the restaurant in japan right that they buried jack in it was pure <laughs> white right in weddings it's patriarchal but white signifying purity mm. For that as and well. Classism. Yeah. And classism. Because right? Queen Victoria only wore white to be like, fuck you, poorsies, you'll never be able to afford, afford this white much clothing. white fabric. Bleach is expensive. Right? <laughs> yeah. But white can also be seen as like tranquility as mm-hmm. well, like peacefulness. So you see lots of white in like soothing, you know, spas and everything. Mm-hmm. In Brazil, they believe that wearing white brings about new year, uh, sorry, brings about good luck and peace throughout mm-hmm. the new year. And it should also be worn by people who are seeking beginning, new beginnings and opportunities. Sure. White. Were um, there white in your leopard print undies? There was. It was white and blue, actually. There we go. Oh, Snow there leopard. We go. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Snow leopard. 
That's awesome. Then we have got the color black, which is mystery, right? And it can be um, also night or darkness. And so sometimes in some cultures, they do use a lot of black. I mean, we use black for funerals here, but they also use a lot of black in like burial clothing and everything. Gotcha. Um, if you think about like when the Thai king passed away a few years ago, everyone in the country wore black and even poor people dyed their clothing black at like big dye vats in town wow. because it was supposed to basically take all of the joy and everything out. Right. Yay. It was like, it was, it was bad luck for everyone to, or it would be bad luck for the king and also for like the community if people weren't wearing black. Wow. Right. Like there, mm. there was, there was like a collective, collective thing with the color black. That there was a um, fat of dye just like out for people to dye their clothes. Yeah, this there is were, crazy. There were, there were groups, like even aid groups, like who were working in like impoverished areas yeah. were finding ways to like help people in town who didn't have the money to afford new black clothes to dye their existing clothing because it wow. was such a like strong societal expectation that everyone is wearing black during the morning period. Wow. Yeah. I think tourists were exempt because one of my friends went on a honeymoon (laughs) to like South Asia during this time, Southeast Asia. And the the tourists were basically exempt, but she said it was very interesting to see like how everyone like collectively were mourning the death Mm -hmm. of this long, long lived king. He was the king for a very, very, very long time. Yeah. I imagine that also makes the tourists stand out even more. Like, yeah. Just stick it out right. like, everyone's wearing black and you're wearing your like cute pink vacation yeah. dress and you're like, hey guys, what's oh That's why you always pack yeah. a little black mm. dress. Come on. Like <laughs> And yeah, then wear exactly. it every yeah, single yeah. day. Have to wear I just imagine someone's like in a black dress. bikini and it was like, Did I miss like I'm on brand? <laughs> this is the only black clothing <laughs> yeah. I packed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Another color that has some superstition behind it is purple. So obviously it's the choice of royalty. It was always very hard boom. for... Boom. <gasps> there we go. You royal son of a bitch. It's Kellogg Colors. Well, thank you. <laughs> Kellogg Colors. That um, man didn't believe in masturbation. Troubling. but <laughs> <laughs> We'll get into it later. <laughs> so purple was a color very hard to produce. And so that's why only wealthy people could have Sorry, especially royals. Sorry, hard to produce is funny after hearing the masturbation comment. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I got bad news for you about your purple shirt, Uh man. But in like modern times, it can bring luck about in areas of wisdom, passion, and creativity, and also those looking for professional success, i.e. Mike, who's wearing purple right (laughs) now. Full of pentacles. Full of pentacles. So many pentacles. Other colors that are lucky. Blue for wisdom and tranquility. If you are optimistic about the future, you want to wear shades of blue. I wore blue undies. In in some countries, especially in Europe, they believe that blue can protect babies from getting fevers. Burgundy actually symbolizes great success and prosperity. Fuchsia is, uh, will give you a little bit of luck. Well, that's a very they get specific to really color. specific. Uh, they're going to be like chartreuse is yeah. like real good at. <laughs> um, now lime green is excellent luck, but mint green. You this is like the hanky code green. where it gets like too specific, and you're like, hang on, yeah, <laughs> hang on. So fuchsia is looking for emotion, like luck with emotional stability. Ooh. Green usually. Green could be avoided um, because of, like, if you're thinking about, like, green with envy, mm. also jaundice. Oh, mm. <laughs> I feel like one of those things is but, worse. <laughs> right. But envy. Oh, envy, okay. envy and, and jaundice, right? <laughs> but also, it can, it's, it's a very natural color. It can bring, like, so peace, tranquility, health, growth, and healing. Right. Okay. Pink encourages intimacy. Mm. And then yellow can bring about luck for, th- yellow and gold 
can bring good luck for people dealing with financial troubles. And yellow can also lift Wait, their Wait, gold will help you with your financial them. troubles. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I've never heard this before. But <laughs> yellow, um, so yeah, yellow can give you a clear head and cheerful mood. And then gold, wealth doesn't necessarily have to mean money. It can also be a wealth of knowledge or a wealth of love, support, yeah. interactions, that kind of thing. So, so non-monetary wealth uh, as well. Okay, what do you got right. for us? So I have food-based superstitions. Yum. Yes. So this is just going to be a collection of various superstitions based on foods. It's more a list of like ways to consume things and not consume things. And maybe not get food poisoning while you're at it. I mean, none of these seem to prevent food poisoning, but one of them is batshit. So Cool. The, Don't eat batshit. Is the first, that the... <laughs> no, eat batshit, but only if you want to have a baby in the new oh. And then when the baby comes out, tell it it looks like that yeah, shit. That way it doesn't get a whole ego about it. Exactly. Have you ever been around an egotistical Ugh, baby? It worst. sucks. All right. So if you're shelling peas and you come across a pod that has either only one pea in it or nine peas in it, that's very mm. lucky. And then if you take that pod and rub it on a wart, the wart will go away. I do not advocate this. I am not a doctor. but you I know, mean, it probably won't hurt the wart. I can't imagine. <laughs> like. The wart's like, hey, fuck you, I hate peas. <laughs> in Britain, women used to keep acorns in their pocket to keep a youthful complexion. Mm. I'm going to go outside and steal from the squirrels. <laughs> Just grab a handful of acorns and be like, I'll be oh, young forever. Like, Dorian Gray, that shit. <laughs> Tea has a ton of superstitions oh, yeah. around it. So here are some of them. Oh, yeah. In oh, England, yeah. if you scatter tea leaves in front of your house, it can ward off evil spirits. And the same tea accidentally dropped inside your house brings good luck. But once again, it has to be accidental. Don't do mm. it on purpose. The, inside the, the accidental house. inside the house. But like outside right the house, now, you can I could go crack open my Earl Grey tea bag right. right now and just like sprinkle it on our walk and we'll be fine. Yep. Okay. I'm remembering yep. back to your tea reading episode and it was just like <laughs> difficult to <laughs> read because it was like not the right grain of tea. Yeah. <laughs> we just put too much tea in there so we got a lot of blobs. We just got a lot of blobs. It's, it's fine. But also, <laughs> be careful if you're pouring two cups of tea from the same pot because it's extremely bad oh. luck. And in worse news for us, Sasha, because of our tea reading episode, if two women pour from the same pot, one of them will get pregnant soon. Wait, is that bad luck or good luck then? I guess it depends on <laughs> your perspective. Up. Hold up. But like, I have these like nice English teapots in storage right now that uh -huh. I got from like fancy British brands. Uh-huh. And like a tea set, uh -huh. so that when I have my own place, yeah, that sounds crazy. I can invite my friends over for an afternoon tea. And so it's bad luck for me to pour... Two cups from the same pot. So yes. you gotta. Everybody so has to bring to their own. Buy four tiny little four teapots. tiny teapots. I guess. You just drink a I lot more know. tea than England's you thought. Weird. I guess. Like. I, I guess. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's also bad luck if two people are pouring the tea anyway. So your best bet is to designate one person to be the tea server. Hmm. So. Yeah, for your future tea services. Okay. Well, I usually am the only person who's pouring tea. Yeah, so there you go. It was fine. Like, my parents and I have after-dinner tea. Oh, yeah. that's cute. So and the fine. three of us are all... Damn it. Okay. Anyway, sorry about your shitty luck. <laughs> <laughs> also, once inside the pot, don't stir the tea because it means you're going to get into a fight soon. Oh, yeah. But what if I like to fight? <laughs> well, then stir the tea all oh, you want, that's you bitch. Right. Sasha's just here, just like, stirring the tea. Like, She's let's just do like, it. She's just like, stirring that tea. tea. Stir that tea, girl. If you don't put the tea leaves in before you add the boiling water, it is a terrible omen of death and doom. 
Then, if you make the tea too weak, you're going to lose a close friend. But if you make the tea too strong, you're going to get a new friend. And I put in my notes, we need to remember to tell this to Dr. Elisa Lucas of the podcast Best Forever is a podcast about friendship and fatalities. I drink my tea too strong all the time because I want to make friends. Are you just constantly (laughs) making friends? Constantly making friends. Yeah, it's because your tea's too strong. (laughs) If you put milk in your tea before you add sugar, you might not ever get married. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, surprise! (laughs) I I did not put sugar at all in my tea today. Well. I got bad news for you. That's such um, a preference, like, turned into, like, a lifestyle. You're like, you do that? That's yeah. weird. No one's going to love you. Like, <laughs> who would ever love someone who put the milk in first? Who would ever love someone who doesn't drink sugar in their tea? Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, if when you're done drinking your tea, there's undissolved sugar at the bottom of the cup, it means that someone is in love with you. And as I put in my notes, not that you put too much sugar and it didn't dissolve right, in your tea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's because someone's in love with you. Yikes. If you spill that tea, a stranger is about Thank to visit you. you and or you're about to hear some hot gossip. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, that tea. Podcasters but, at home can't see Sasha just Z-snap in the air. It was great. <laughs> Podcasts are not a visual medium, but Z-snap in the air, and that's what Sasha did. <laughs> also, if you have poured the tea and there's one tea leaf floating on top, it means that a stranger is coming for a visit. So spilling tea, having one floating leaf, a stranger's coming Is that down. British? Yes, because in so. Japan, a floating tea, they, there's like some parts of like green oh, like tea the stock? that the stock will like float in your teacup. But that's good luck. Oh. So yeah. I saw some stuff about the stock too, and it also can tie in with this thing about the stranger because if it's a soft stock, it means a woman's coming to visit, and if it's a hard what stock, stock, it means a man is coming to visit. Like the stick part of the the tea leaves, you know how you oh, get like yeah, yeah. thin, sticky looking ones. Yeah, S T A L K. Yes, not like. That's like, T-O-C-K. Yeah, yeah, not like what you probably have, you business <laughs> asshole. Right. I was like, what do bonds have to do with this? Like, <laughs> I'm going to call my broker right. and we're just going to see about that. Floating bubbles in your teacup means that you'll be rich, so Ooh. you better hope for a bunch of bubbles because the more bubbles you have, the richer you're going to be. I'm just going to start putting soap <laughs> in my tea. There you go. And don't forget, you put sugar nice. in first and then add the milk. And then That's the right. soap. And then the that soap. That way you can be wealthy and married. <laughs> the dream. So now that you have had your very superstitious tea, you have to be careful when emptying the pot, particularly if you're a Mm. fisherman, because some superstitious English fishermen won't empty the teapot once they've started fishing, because that means that all the fish will be emptied out of their nets. Oh. And their families also will not empty the teapot on days that their fishing relatives are out to sea, because that means that the boats might sink. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That's a super that's, normal. So the problem is a that lot of boats keep going down, and then they were like, "Who knows what's causing this?" Just everybody stop what you're doing. And we're like, you know what? I emptied the teapot Mm-mm. yesterday. I bet that's what did it. Not a storm. It was the teapot. Yeah. But also, if there's a bunch, then you start going around town. Who the fuck is <laughs> emptying right. their teapot? I am <laughs> one looking of you for you. Shits emptied your pot yesterday. <laughs> Coming for you. All right, you ready for some bread-based superstition? I live for bread. bread. Get okay, that bread. well, good news. In Italy, don't set a loaf of bread upside down in a basket or on a table. that would be weird. Because <laughs> it would be weird. No, it's because either <laughs> from a religious standpoint, the bread represents the body of Christ. So if you put it upside down, it's both disrespectful to Jesus and also it invites the devil to come fuck with you because Jesus is first. Oh. Or bread is just a general symbol of life. So if you flip it upside down, it's not good. It's like you're, you're dying. And also if you cut into it, if you're going for the style of life, you're, it's like somebody's going to die because you're cutting their life. Wait, oh, that wait you're not allowed to cut bread? <laughs> no, you've got to break it. 
Oh, just like yeah. plates of sliced yeah, bread. Yeah, like like <laughs> Yes. All of it. That's that's why America is like this. Yeah, America's like we invented but it's so bread. <laughs> but yeah, look where we are now. Oh. It's because we cut all that bread. Oh, oh. Oh, this is our fault. You should also cut a cross into the top of your bread before you bake it, because otherwise the devil will come and sit on your bread, and his butt will ruin it. <laughs> So unless you want to eat the devil's ass, you cut across a new loaf of bread. When I was really little, I went, I was taking in groceries with my parents and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very small. So I'm sure. just like carrying like a small little bag. Mm-hmm. Right. And we were unloading the groceries. And so I'm taking everything out and putting it on the kitchen floor. And then I saw the loaf of bread and I went, oh, and I sat on it and went, chair. <laughs> I was probably like Two or three. Uh, this is like where right we after find we moved out. to Virginia. Sasha, when she was two or three, was actually the I devil. I was actually the devil. I sat on a loaf of bread. And you ruined it. And I ruined it. Also, but it was very soft. <laughs> I bet it was. That's why the devil does it. He's not trying to fuck it's with true. you. He's, He's like, like, ooh, chair. I've never known such comfort. Oh, yeah. This is truly the so life of So is the devil supposed to like make it so it doesn't like develop properly or like that the bread is cursed? I, I don't know. It just says that the devil will sit on it and then the bread oh. is ruined. So I assume he like flattens it or it doesn't bake. I, I wonder if this is like a useful <laughs> one where it's like if you don't put a cut in the top part, it's like not going to like well, leaven properly. Yeah. Steam, it does, depending on your kind of bread and depending on if it's a yeasted bread or if it's a quick bread and things like that, you do want to cut that in there because that's going to help release the steam, which will help, which should help the bread to rise. And also as Bon Appetit points out, hot cross buns. Nice. Oh, it has a has a it has the cross on it, mm. so that the devil doesn't put his That's buns on it. Pragmatism <laughs> built into superstitions is my favorite one. Yes, I love it. Also, once your bread is baked, if you cut into it, not using a knife somehow, I don't know, you cut into it, and there's a big hole or air bubble. That means someone you know is about oh. to die. Fucking yikes! <laughs> like, don't eat rye bread, basically. Like, <laughs> nope, because somebody's gonna oh, die. Man. That's why rye rhymes with no. die. <gasps> How many people have you what killed, What did you cut Mike? with your left hand? No. <laughs> <laughs> you sick fuck. Also, planting parsley. We're going to hop foods now. Planting parsley helps women become pregnant. But then, if once you've planted it, that parsley thrives, it means that your husband is weak. Wait, what? <laughs> so you don't want the parsley to thrive. So you just want to plant it to get pregnant, and then you want it to die pretty quickly, because otherwise your husband is weak. And ha- I put in my notes, hashtag Is it because your husband, magic. like, remembers to water it? Like, you're like, wow, know. what a wuss. He's just weak. Masculinity so it's fragile. so fragile, man. I feel emasculated by this strong, thriving parsley <laughs> plant. Right. Is, this a, is this a commentary on my penis? Oh, man. This parsley's <laughs> bigger than me. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. It's bad luck to give it as a gift, too. Yeah. Okay. Just because. Just hmm. don't give parsley as a gift. <laughs> You can repel bad spirits with strategic applications of onions by putting them in the window, or garlic, which will ward off vampires and the evil hmm. eye. Wait, any reason why? And then finally, just, just no, in general, it just will. It okay. just will. It's good Don't advice. worry about it. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> vampires hate delicious mm-hmm. things. So, so I've decided to close us on the like most batshit. Yes, with, please. Obviously, Is all the ones shit? leading up. Yes, it's batshit. No. It's about eggs oh. because there's a bunch of superstitions with eggs mm. too. Yes, including farmers sometimes break eggshells and scatter them in their fields to guarantee an abundant hmm. crop. Okay, because eggs are a sign of fertility. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah, if you crack open an egg and it has two yolks, you might be about to get pregnant with twins. Oh, yeah. So be careful, uh, I'll, Mike. I'll keep that in mind. 
I don't like any of these pregnancy ones. I know, they're real bummers. It's like, oh god, it's everywhere. A lot of them are like, we just like need women to get pregnant. Like, what can we do? Yeah, so we're like... It's again this pregnancy thing, right? Yeah. 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 And then finally, the best one, my personal favorite one. When you crack an egg, you also have to crush each half of the shell. Because if you don't, a witch is going to come, take each half of the eggshell, make a boat out of it, set sail, and then cause a bunch of terrible sea-based things. Wow. <laughs> In her tiny little eggshell boat. Egg, which posits that witches are micro Very tiny. Because think of how big eggs are. Hello, I'm a little witch and I'm going to cause a terrible storm. <laughs> nice. Just got to row out in my egg. Oh, man. I'm doing some it's very, it's very much work. like I could see this as a very cute animated yeah. movie. Oh my god! But also like, what? <laughs> Someone get Studio Ghibli on the line. We've got their next. We've got dollar an idea. idea. I don't know why witches won't just steal regular boats. <laughs> I mean, it made me think of so in Macbeth. One of the first times we're introduced to the witches, it's the first witch detailing that she's about to curse this sailor because his wife was mean to her and wouldn't share her chestnuts. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I have his thumb. Don't worry about how I got it, but I'm going to use the thumb to curse him while he's at sea because he's a sailor and make his ship like get tortured and whatever else. But I don't know if she knew that she just needed to find like an eggshell that hadn't been cracked right. all the way, and then she just needs to like row out and yeah. start some shit. So <laughs> instead of that very straightforward method, she had to get a thumb and do all this other stuff. Yeah, and then it was like this whole fucking thing would have been so much simpler to just get a fucking uh. eggshell. So those are some superstitions. Yay. Yay. I have more. I'm like really thinking hard about this witch boat. <laughs> So we got we got to just we all have to go we have to go sit quietly and think about the oh witch boat. Yeah, yeah. It's over easy uh, somehow. No. <laughs> Thank I'll, you. Thanks for thank coming you. on, Mike. Yeah, I had so much fun. You made it through an entire episode without leaving. Yay. I tried, but thank you. <laughs> 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 oh, and as always, Spoop Hour is on Twitter and Instagram and all podcatchers. We are at Spoop Hour on the relevant social media platforms. Mm-hmm. You can also email us, spoophour at gmail.com. Tell us if you've ever seen a witch in her tiny eggshell boat or if anything spooky has ever happened to you, like you've seen a ghost or whatever. Email or us at. happened to your cousin's sister's girlfriend's Former mm-hmm. roommate's dog. Incredible yeah. sources. Fine, perfect. Yes, we we don't care. We're not going to cross-check you. We just love it. So, And also, if your parents used anything to scare you into behaving, email that to spoophour at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, today I found some, like, when I was doing my, like, initial research and wasn't sure what I was going to be talking about 100%, I found some things going back to Japan because I always love talking about Japan. But there are some things, like, that parents tell their children so they won't do. And I was like, ah, that's perfect for a future episode. So... Very All cool. right. Well, thank, thank you, you so much for having me. It's so much fun. Thank you for letting me Yay! play around on your podcast. Yay! Hopefully, Always. all of you are a little less superstitious now and still like women. <laughs> Do your best. I'm Vicky. I'm Janelle. And we like talking about murder. Like a lot. Like John Wayne Gacy. Nanny Doss. Uh, Ted Bundy. Um, did someone say Jeffrey Dahmer? And maybe a little Jim Jones. Oh, definitely Jeff Jones. <laughs> if you like any of this, Join us every other week on the Bad Taste Crime Cast. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever podcasts are hosted. Yeah, guys. We'll see you there. (laughs) 
What's your future? So, okay, so I'm doing a three car. Okay. Welcome to I the messed, end I messed episode. that up really bad. Um, okay, so we, I'm doing a three card spread. Oh, no, um, it for, says your future is that you're going to forget to say rabbit, rabbit tomorrow. Oh, no. So I'm doing a three card spread for Mike. <laughs> Just let me get that one sentence out. 